0: You're listening to the Classroom Collaborative podcast with your hosts, Dee Dee Wills,
1: Ed Rock, and Adam Peterson.
0: Here we go. We're so glad you're here. Let's get started. This episode of the Classroom Collaborative podcast is sponsored by AliveStudioZoo.com. And Dee, Dee did you know Alive Studio Zoo is doing virtual zoo trips?
1: Well, I've heard a little bit about it, but I know you know a lot. So yeah. share with everybody.
0: Yeah, if you go to alivestudiozoo.com, you're going to see their YouTube series where they're taking students and parents and teachers and everyone virtually through their Alive Studio Zoo to see all the animals while learning letters, sounds, reading skills, math, and more. So check it out at alivestudiozoo.com. Hey, listeners, welcome back to the show. Just a heads up that this episode is part two of a two part series. So please go back and listen to the previous episode that started our discussion with the amazingly talented knowledgeable passionate powerful voice of Madisal Rarucha. Didi and I had a great time learning from her and we can't wait to continue that conversation today but will make much more sense to you if you listen to the previous episode first as we discuss and continue this heated topic. Welcome to the show. Some are posting on social media, some are post protesting in the streets, some are donating silently, some are educating themselves, some are having tough conversations with family and friends, a revolution has many lanes. Be kind to yourself and to others who are traveling in the same direction. Just keep your foot on the gas. And I thought that was brilliant because there are people, I mean, I know within my own family, there are people who are very outspoken about this kind of stuff. And then there are some who aren't, but it doesn't mean that they're not learning in their own right. You know, I, th- I think back to other topics as well. And and you mentioned we can't push what we believe on others. We can, we can only... Um, teach others or inspire others. And I talk about that all the time with my own book. My book has nothing to do with this type of topic, but when I was talking to a group of teachers yesterday and part of my book and part of my presentation on the subject of of play-based learning is how to set up a classroom to look that way. And I always, always start my conversation with, I am in no way telling you that the way my classroom looks should be the way your classroom looks. I am just here to share an idea. And I think that that is very valuable in in regardless of the topic. It's, it's, it's an idea, you know, it's a thought that I'm sharing with you. I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong and I'm not saying what I'm doing is exactly right. Here's a way to look at it, you know? So I, I really appreciate your feedback, I do.
2: I think that that is a really good analogy. The only thing that I would add to that is that these issues of really, really doing this work on on racism and 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 doing this work about equity and inclusion and diversity is that this impacts so many lives Mm -hmm. and i think that's part of the difference is that like, like there's the layer of the educational setting in your classroom and those things are really important but this is very deep work and so getting to do the work um, I think is really important. And I don't think that anybody needs to dictate how that work gets done. Nobody should be dictating that to you. I think that there should be an invitation to the learning, um, but, but it's work that you have to do. And I think, you know, it's, it's also work that's not gonna be done right now, right now. Right. <laughs> it's, it's work that takes time. And so as you're learning, then what are the actions that you're gonna take? and as you're learning then once you take actions how are you going to continue that how are you going to invite others into the fold how are you going to invite other people well
0: thank you i I appreciate that feedback that's a good good way to look at it
1: um i was going to say that i um i too saw some of the things that you that you saw adam um of course i didn't see it until after i decided to jump in because i was just like (laughs) i didn't see it um until after you know Later that day, or whatever, but um, I think sometimes what you might be seeing that frustration you might be seeing is because um, they've been asking for us to get involved um, for a long time, and um, us meaning likeable, right? They've been asking for us to be vocal for a long time, and um, and so I think that's what that might've been seen, that might've been some of the anger that you've seen. Um, and I also feel that there are times when issues come up, you know, that like the lion gets killed or something happens and everybody has an opinion about it. Um, and that's an example that I got from um, somebody. She had, I think Cecil the lion was her example. Everybody was outraged when Cecil was killed, right? And they posted about it. Um, And yet this is something that they remain silent. So if if you are going to post about other social issues that come up, that affects your heart, if you're not posting about this, you just need to examine. I think you need to examine why, right? Is it because you're uncomfortable? Is it because you don't know what to say? Um, Is it because you're worried about offending your audience? And so those are things that require... um, some deep thought, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm uncomfortable because I'm not sure exactly what to say. Right. And that's on me because the information is out there. It's not that um, the information is not out there. Um, you know, I, I know a lot about the COVID-19. I'm just telling you, I know a lot about it <laughs> because I read about it. I invested the time, you know, well, how do I keep myself safe? Right. That was important to me. And the fact that I haven't done the work, um, until just, I mean, I've, I've, I've dipped my toe into the work over the years, right? I haven't really done the work. I haven't dedicated myself um, to doing the work. And so that that is something that um, I feel like everybody needs to do, whether they do it publicly or not. Mm-hmm. I think that everybody needs to do the work. Um, I don't think that change comes from silence. It doesn't. Um, change doesn't come that way. Um, it never has. Um, and I think that, um, knowing that there's somebody out there, um, who hopefully you respect, you know, is feeling and going through the same thing that you are, I think helps other people take a step. And, and I feel like that might be what we were hearing from teachers. Um, You know there are there are some teachers out teacherpreneurs who are just interested in in preserving their brand. I'm not I'm not that big of a of a deal to think that that's important to me. But um, there are some people who do feel that way. Um, And what I hope is that if you've ever respected me as an educator, and I'm telling you that this is important, that at least Listen to that you may still be like, yeah, but you know what all lives matter and blah 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 And if they hadn't rioted this would be you might still have that in your head, right? And I think that's that's where we all begin as our current beliefs um But To just say I don't agree with you. Goodbye Is not my wish for anybody. Right. I, I hope that they continue to listen to me even if they disagree um, and it may take them time to get to that spot. They may never get to that spot um, but I do know if you follow me, um, or follow, and I was like, wait a minute. Our podcast just died, Didi. No, um, hey, it's you know, a- if, you, if you, if you follow me on social media, I'm going to still talk about teaching stuff, right. but I'm also probably going to talk about this as well. And, um, cause I think it's important. It, it affects what's happening in classrooms. How many people have we had teachers reach out to us say, I don't know what to do. My class is just yada, yada, yada. I have these students, yada, yada, yada. This is my challenge in my classroom. I teach at this type of a school, right? Um, my students all are, you know, low in socio. If we don't understand the, the issue that brings them to poverty, if we don't, and there's lots of, lots of things that equal, you know, bring people to poverty. And we know that there are a lot of people, you know, there are a lot of white people out here out of jobs right now too, right? So I'm just gonna say that, we know that. Um, But it's not a a targeted systemic kind of existence for them, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it is for, you know, people of color, you know. That's that's why I feel it's important for me to say something. Other people, I would just hope that there are, examining what are microaggressions if you don't if you've never heard that expression google it you know those are the types of things that I hope people are starting to think about um, and educate themselves about
0: I'm, I'm I mean, glad no it totally makes sense to you know I love that and I, I think that I'm glad you used the, you know you said white people and people of color and I know you said the same way. Marisol, is, is I. Uh, it's kind of another topic that I kind of wanted to stem into in this is, is for so long. And, and I've, I've, I've always said that, you know, like, I have this, you know, Hispanic child in my class or I have a black student in my class or I have this, you know, white children in my class. And there are people in my life, and I'm sure in both of yours, too, who will for the longest time have said, you shouldn't say that. We don't see color and we shouldn't be talking about that person by the color of their skin. And we we heard that all the time. I mean, I always said, like, why do you have to say he's a black kid? I'm like, because he is like, I'm not saying a negative approach. So so on your knowledge and 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 if we want to i mean i don't know i'm just why i get why i trust me i get why people are saying see it see it see it but how do we go from a generation of people who say don't don't look at color of skin and you shouldn't be talking about people as a black child or a a mexican-american child or or whatnot to now people saying and I, i i believe it i'm not trying to argue the fact i just want to know your thoughts on this. I mean, and now it's C color, C color, C color, C color. And that's all we hear about when for the longest time it was like, we can't, we can't talk about that. We don't, we don't address that. So what are your thoughts on that topic?
2: I, um, so I don't have a lot of people, a whole lot of people in my life that that are colorblind. Um, okay. I did recently find out. Um, so an aunt of mine who is in her, probably in her seventies, and um, there was some post on Facebook and she was like, I don't agree with that. And she had talked about um, there there was a post of a, a little black boy and a little white boy running to each other. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, Oh, see, they're they're colorblind. And I said, No, like they're not colorblind, they just haven't been taught <laughs> about <laughs> all of the differences between their their colors. And and I think that I think that, you know, so when I was in school, there was this idea that America was the melting pot, right? That we were this melting pot. And I think also this idea, um, there were some promises of our country of being open to immigrants and to refugees who, who were in need. And so there's, there's kinds of, kind of these ideologies that we've had. And I think one of them is that if we say that we're colorblind or that we don't see color, then that means that, um, that we're good people and that—that that means that 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 it's some kind of a moral. It, it's a it's a good moral thing to not see color, and and the thing is is that that strips away um, the beauty of of the color and the culture. And you know, and I think I'm very fair skinned. I have uh, passed. I, I I could probably continue passing um, for um, as as white,
0: right.
2: uh, and for. You know, for my entire life, I was a almost a blonde child. One of my daughters was almost a towhead, um, and who knows what my family lineage is besides, uh, you know, outside of of, of being from Mexico. Um, but the 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 culture, the cultura, the the beauty of of our of our culture, and and the beauty of different colors. When you say you're then you're saying I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's part of what um, that's what's harmful. Um, but I think people are doing it from that space of, of wanting to be morally okay and, and, and to believe in the promise of our country. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's part of the awakening is that our country is absolutely not what we were promised and taught that it was. Right. Um, you know, and, and that is, you know, shown by, by kids in cages.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, kids who are being... Um, taken and deported without any communication to their families and sometimes being deported to the wrong countries. Um, and 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 those, you know, like is that what America's about? And you know, and those same people that are colorblind will say, well, they broke the law. Mm-hmm. They're breaking the law by coming into this country illegally. Um, but the premise, right? What did the Statue of Liberty say? Like your tempest, tempest torn, like, give me your teeming refuge, like, like, give it to me, give it to me. So I think it's, it's just some contradictory in there, but I think it comes from a space of wanting to, to not be, um, to just wanting to be seen as morally good. Right. Okay.
0: No, right. thanks for that. And and I, again, listeners, please don't think that I'm, I'm saying that that was, me. I, I, I'm really just trying to start a conversation. This, this is it. I, I hope no right. one's listening to be like Adam is such a jerk. He's, he's bringing yes. it under, no, not at all. I really, it's, it's been told. I mean, I've, I've heard it from, I'm not going to lie from family members before who mm-hmm. said, why do you need to say, why do you need to say that that was a black student? And, and, and that bothered me so much. I'm like, I'm not doing it to be racist. I'm not doing it to, 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 to negate the color of their skin, you know, or the fact that they are who they are. It's its no different than someone calling me a white person, you know, like I am, I am. And I don't know. I think, I think what you mentioned about the, I mean, this is a whole other topic that's happened in our country with, with uh, the borders and deportation and whatnot. i mean, like, let's not forget that we all came here illegally at one point. <laughs> like, we've done things to this country that that, that were, were right. very bad, you know, like right. and history. And people want to hear that. No not at all
1: I, I think um, you know a lot of a lot of people talk about white privilege and I think some of the things that you know we're talking about um, absolutely fit in that category um, but another another thing that we we briefly touched on um, before but I wanted to talk about is um, another you know that I don't see color all lives matter and I can't be racist because my best friend is blank right um, and so those are some things that, Um, I hear, um, and you know what I've said, so I'm, I'm the people who are listening. I'm not sitting up here saying, you know, Oh, do as I do, because I've done some things that I really deeply, deeply, regret. Um, but a lifelong friend of mine is black. Um, love him to death, but what does it say about me as a friend that when you know, and this is something I had posted, you know, when the football players took a knee and the world was outraged about it, um, that I didn't say one word in support of it, even though that's how I felt.
0: I'm, I'm so. not, I'll be wholeheartedly honest with you, I did the same thing. I, I My feelings, I'm not going to lie here. I'm, I'm going to make myself another book. I mean, we all need to. My, my feelings were exactly the same. I looked at that as... Mm-hmm. It's how peaceful. dare you, you know, how, and it is peaceful. You look at it now and it's like, we did nothing wrong. But yeah. at the time as, you know, being yeah. the way that I, I believed in, in what right. I see the, you know, what I, what I saw or see, I don't know what the right word is anymore. Our flag <laughs> as I looked at that as, you know, why? And now you look at it and it's like, and I think one of the greatest posts posted was people who are arguing the the protests out there. It's like, well, you didn't agree with this. And now you're yeah. saying this is wrong, and this is wrong, and this is wrong, and, and I'm you just don't want us to protest. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I think that's a great point, DD, and, and I am the same way. I'm by no means sitting here saying that that I'm a perfect person or that that I've never thought those things. And I'd I'd be a liar mm-hmm. if I had said that I haven't.
1: Yeah, I think about I think about my friend, you know, my particular friend who is the most gracious, loving person, and so. Um, but while that was going on, you know, I never once said. You know, this is a peaceful protest. This is how we get people's attention. And he's doing it in a peaceful way. Um, if you don't like it, don't look. That's what I wanted to say, you know. But if you don't like it, think about why. Um, and, and you know, it, the whole implication, I think, um, was like, wait a minute, you had me on the show to talk. Sorry, I'm just going to say, <laughs> and I want you to just check me here. But I think what happens is when there is something that happens that, makes us feel uncomfortable, we look for a reason why that's not okay, right? So don't kneel because it's disrespectful to the flag. Don't protest because it causes property damage. All of these things are um, discussed, but if we just, it's a matter of flipping that conversation. I think that there are people who are really good at it. There's generations who've worked on that for a long time. Um, But if we start to really question, wait a minute, wasn't our country founded? on standing up for what we believe in, mm. or in this case, kneeling for what we believe in. Isn't that kind of why, you know, we go and help other countries? I mean, that's a, that's a whole nother, it's a whole nother story, but, right. um, and would we have to have the riots if we put the death of people in the priority it should be? You know, would, that, would those generations and generations of frustration be showing up in the streets?
0: it's a good um, thought and you know i think and, and I think why that's do we a, call
1: it a riot versus a protest you know
0: well and that's people a to go too. back to
1: work they have a protest people yeah. of color want to have other people understand that black black lives matter and it's it's called a riot when yes there was some violence for sure um but most of it was peaceful
0: I And mean, that's the big thing that i i've you know my my daughter is is almost 12 she'll be 12 here in a couple of weeks and she, we, we don't have live TV, so we don't really watch the news, but she's, she's right. heard us talking about it. And one of her friends and her were FaceTime the other day. And she asked if, you know, she knew about it. And she came to me and she said to me, she goes, do we, are we going to be okay here, dad? And I'm like, Olivia, we're, we're fine. Like, what are you worried about? And they had heard, you know, our neighbor is a, a police officer. So I was talking to him, you know, about things stemming out from Chicago and coming this direction. And, and I said, honey, there's a, there's a, there are a lot of bad people out there doing some bad things. I said, but there are also a lot of good people out there trying to do some very good things. And we had that talk, and and I think that's you. You said two words that need to be said: Didi, riot and protest. And they are, in my eyes, and and we can get your take on those two, Montresor. Is, 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 those are those are different to me. You know, when people are out there peacefully saying, "I want this," "I want this," "I want this," "We need this," "We need this," "We need this," open your eyes there's a big difference between that and, and busting a window out of a, a mom and pop shop. You know, I, I don't know. I, maybe that's my take. I, I'd love to have you share your knowledge on that too.
2: There's, um, there's a couple. She's of, like, I don't even know what to begin with. You I'm two. sorry.
0: Yeah. We, we just talked.
2: For <laughs> part of, part of it is that the, and, and again, I think it's okay to be comfortable with silence. It's okay to allow that quiet time. Um, for, for processing. Cause I think a lot of people need it. Um, I think regarding some of the rioting, like some of that and, you know, was, was documented and recorded. It was started by people who were intentionally yes. um, to, that, that were not a part of the protests. And, and there was, you know, people who were at the protest, there was the people that were there protesting and then the rioting. it was a different. It was a different group. And even the people at night that were protesting, that were not rioting, and that were protecting. So, so there are some, uh, some very intentional agitators mm-hmm. um, that, that are trying to get violence started. But having that said, how many, I mean, just at some point, how many, how many, how many of your children would have to be killed and for you to demand justice and for it not to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. For murderers to continue to go free. Never even charged. You know, like Ahmed Aubrey's murders would have gone free without that video, without that
0: recording. Oh, 100%.
2: Yeah. So, so if and chi- almost
0: did. I mean, <laughs> even with the video.
2: Child, if your child or your brother had been murdered... And it was recorded or if it hadn't have been recorded and you know that it was at the hands of people who didn't like who who were racist against them or if it was a police officer at what point would you not turn violent mm-hmm. when 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 justice is not being provided for for their lives and their well-being there is a woman here in la mesa 59 years old at the protest, peaceful protest. And, and there's lots of video, the recording, um, a lot of recording that the police instigated violence in these protests. They shot this woman in between her eyes with, with uh, I rubber believe bullet. it was, it was a, not, not the rubber ball, like a bean mm-hmm. bag. And she is in a medically induced coma and is gonna lose an eye, 59 year old grandmother. So like at what point, I I do not, you know, I don't condone violence, Mm -hmm. but at what point, I mean, like, I think that's part of the misunderstanding Mm -hmm. is these are, these are our children. These are our fathers and our mothers and our grandmothers and our grandfathers. And so what is it going to take? Like it's, it's never, it's never like, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I think that there's a lot of work. That needs to be done and these conversations have to be held and they also have to be held within your communities mm-hmm. because black and brown people have been having these conversations for
1: years and we're tired excuse my language
0: no we'll edit that out. <laughs>
1: no but you know i i totally hear you i do hear you you're, i mean you're tired of saying this is important this is important and meanwhile the rest of us are like well what do you mean this is important what's going on i don't understand can you explain this to us I know it must be frustrating because you're like, we've been talking about this for a year. You just haven't
0: been listening. Well, I'm I'm so glad you brought up the other side too of the, the instigators on, on both sides, because I mean, thank, thank God for video. Like you mentioned with, with, you know, um, Ahmad Aubrey, if I'm saying his name correctly, Um, even with the video, they almost walked, right? Like, just like in Minnesota, even with the video, those officers almost Mm -hmm. walked. So, I think the video is super powerful on both sides here. Do I agree with people smashing windows and breaking in and looting? I don't. I'm going to say 100%. I don't agree with that. But the video has proven that that it's coming from the other side too. I mean, some of the videos from apartment buildings where you see people people kneeling, you know, kneeling down and holding up signs and then tear gas gets thrown into that or flashbangs go off. And, um, there was a a reporter that I was just watching yesterday that, that was phenomenal. It was, um, an Australian correspondent there. I think they were in New York city, correct. Maybe it was DC. They were in DC and it was like an yeah. Australian correspondent for the today show. And she, I mean the fear in her eyes and she was a white woman, the fear in her eyes of flashbangs and tear gas and rubber bullets being fired into this peaceful crowd. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind because I'm, I mean, I'll admit I was, I was blind to that. I was seeing the violence from the other side uh, as someone right. who was seen it on social media, you know? And, Right. I think that's why it's important that, that both need to be shared. I mean, we need to see it, but I also think, and, and I believe in this one hundred percent. Just like you said, you don't condone violence; I don't either. I think it the the positives from both sides need to be shared as well, too. I mean, there are some some people who are protesting from all colors and all walks of life and all backgrounds. Like you said, this fifty nine year old grandmother. I saw one. I don't know the lady's age, but it was you know an elderly white woman holding a sign that said, "I've been protesting." For sixty-six years, <laughs> you know, I thought of like exactly, and then you see yeah. some of the good, like in Flint, Michigan, of the officers joining the protest. And here, actually, in our town yesterday, there was um, we we have a town of fourteen thousand people. Um, there was all over social media people talking about this this peaceful protest, and then all over social media behind it, arm yourselves, arm yourselves, arm yourselves, and now mm-hmm. the pictures that are circulating of our of our our police department the chief of police, every person you can imagine from our police department joined in solidarity at this park with everybody that was there as well. And and I think that's what's so important about sharing every viewpoint. We have to see everything that's happening. And if we don't, and we just share one side or it's one-sided for this or that or this, then we're not doing the justice that needs to be done.
2: Um, I think the other thing that 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 is important to see is that the the media being attacked, <laughs> you know, like, Like, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, media is usually protected. um, And I would say it's always protected in war zones, which is, uh, you know, um, and I don't say that lightly with what's going on. And so Mm -hmm. to see our media being attacked is really scary.
0: And then also,
2: you know, somebody had posted um, a video and it was a white woman. And and you could see it was in Washington. The officers, like, just going, going at the people that were fully protesting. Mm -hmm. And, And she was just... She was like, I, I, like like they're supposed to protect and serve us. like they're supposed to take care of us. and, and these people are being peaceful and, and they were white. The, I mean she didn't say they were white, but I'm telling you. and she was like in, like like it feels like such a betrayal. Yeah. And I think that that is also important like in because it is a betrayal and 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 right now, because of the the protests and things that are happening, the police are not discriminating about who it is that they're going after and shooting on or or tear gas, they're tear gassing kids um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, macing kids
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um, and, you know, whose parents thought they were taking them to a peaceful protest and Mm -hmm. the police antagonized. And so there's just a lot of work that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. A lot of work that needs to be done, but more importantly than anything is every single one of us doing our work within ourselves and being Mm -hmm. secure within ourselves. And when we make statements, when we do when we write a blog post or we write a tweet or we share what we're feeling or we're thinking or we share our process that we do that with our, you know, with our consciousness, with our spirit, with our soul. And then and then we move on and, and not really, you know, I, I know it's easy to say, but not, you know, if you're speaking from your heart and your soul from a centered place then other people not liking you or having issues with you or having, you know, especially around these topics of, um, that are so sensitive, mm-hmm. but you have to be centered within yourself.
1: And I think, I think we also, you know, those of us just putting our toe in the water, so to speak, need to know that we're not going to get it right. You know, we're not going to get it right hundred percent of the time, you know, we'll, uh, it's it's a, just a matter of time before I say the wrong thing, the thing that is culturally insensitive or something that is not um, maybe helpful. I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but I know that there's I know that I, if I'm waiting for perfection, it's never going to happen. Um, and I think that what everybody who is is thinking about moving forward, um, making their making their stand. I don't think that's the right word, but making their thoughts known is that. If you say something wrong, because it's not if it's when you say something wrong, right? If that should happen, to be listen listen to what people say back to you, um, because the tendency is, well, I tried to do this, and even that didn't work, right? If that defense, our defenses are really, you know, we like to be, we like to have our defense. We need to say, I'm listening. Let me, you know, and reflect because I think that, um, especially those people who have never said anything, Mm -hmm. if you're feeling compelled and you're being quiet, you need to just really figure out why that is. If you're feeling compelled, I need to do something about this, but I don't know what to do. Start with working on yourself and figuring out why it is that you feel like you can't say anything.
0: Being knowledgeable is so important. Um, listening and learning about what is going on and trying to to better yourself while bettering the lives of of everyone is is so important now. And there were two things that I saw that have stuck with me that i I've tried to share and And one of them was this image of a little girl, this this African American girl standing on a hill somewhere at a protest holding a sign that that said, not all black people are bad and not all cops are bad and not all white people are bad and not all Mexicans are bad. And it was a whole list of color. And it said, but there are, you know, there is bad in the world. And then one that I've seen shared quite a bit that I, I mean, hundred percent honest believe with is that this isn't about, and I get that this is stemmed because black people have been killed and they have been racist, you know, they have not, they've been, the target of racism is what Racially I think. Racially
1: targeted, yes. Yeah. Racially
0: targeted. Thank you for putting words that I could not find. Um, but it's that this is not about, you know, this person versus this. It's, it's about everyone against systematic racism. And I think that needs to be highlighted. This is not about... And I, I mentioned, I don't know if it got cut out or not, that that's what I think is so powerful of having you on as a guest today is, is you are not a black person. And, and you're so powerful and, and passionate about this because... It's not just about white versus black anymore it's about human beings against Others. the system that has unjustly been wrong mm-hmm. for generation after generation after generation and and I, as we leave today i want our listeners to to please remember that that this is not i am 100 percent right and dd is 100 percent right and we're none I, of us i are, am
1: 100 percent right adam i don't know what things. you're talking yes, about you are.
0: <laughs> and none of us are are, are the the sole voice the sole voice that you should be listening to but if you're going to leave this with one thing, it's that we hope you you listened. Maybe it opened your eyes to something. You learned a little bit and and that it doesn't stop here. And I think, Marisol, you said that at the beginning, that, that that's what it needs to be. This can't be, this is what you should be doing right now. This is this is where you should start. And this is what you should be doing continue going forward. So as educators, I mean, we have a very powerful job right now, you know, because not all parents, I, I guess if we're going to step out on the ledge there, not all parents are going to be thinking, that this is an important conversation to have.
2: I don't. I. I can't. I. I can't speak for all parents, but I know that. Um, I know that this issue is affecting a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I think that the the what we're talking about. Um, it's it's in it's like COVID in the sense that it's it's everywhere.
1: It's everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. I have to get going. Um, so I think just I, I think just continuing to have grace and patience for Yourself and acceptance in doing the work and continuing to have the conversation, the conversations have to continue.
0: Well, that's that's a good place to, to leave it, yeah. So, so yeah. don't let this be the end, listeners. Continue to, you know, empower yourself, empower your mind, empower those around you, and and listen, learn, and and we can do better. That's the big saying, we can make this better. We can,
1: yeah. All right, thank you so much. We appreciate your time.
0: We More really do you know. Thank yeah, you very thank much. You.
1: for listening to the Classroom Collaborative Podcast.
0: If you are enjoying these episodes, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you are finding them.
1: And share and rate it so others can find it as well.
0: We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye.